Hey everybody, my name is Ethix. My name is T. And, and welcome, welcome to, to Fearful, Fearful Thoughts. And we're live and back and well. Yeah, it's good to be back. It is definitely good to be back. And we have I've had I tell you what, I've had some cluster fucks going on yeah you were uh Jeez. having some issues i know because i was there helping <laughs> yeah still don't have a kitchen sink oh yeah it's gonna be like another six weeks before i do you're getting your counters yeah counters cabinets flooring did uh, uh that water damage <laughs> was ridiculous and the workers though oh my god it, it, Fuck the workers, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Just, just the company in general. <laughs> yeah, the company. Sorry, the company. No, I'm, I'm not giving out names of that, but no, Jesus, I, I get it. That was that was a clusterfuck. It was, it was huge clusterfuck. But, but, but so. bes- besides the the clusterfuck of situations, we want to apologize to the audience for taking a uh, leave of leave of absence. Yeah, sorry, folks. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we were on a small little bit of hiatus while we took care of some stuff, and um, we're happy to be back for sure. So Way happy. Um, definitely a good change from uh, playing Mario Brothers in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, playing with the pipes a little bit. If you haven't already, make sure oh, that you... Here, here it's a show <laughs> if you haven't already make sure you guys go to the uh, anchor app and leave a voice message for us if you have a future idea of an episode that you'd like to hear on the show make sure you go on and yeah messages. I want to hear a message so, do, do we have any yet I mean nope <laughs> it's all just it's all down to shit right now but it's okay I'm not mad I'm not upset I love you it, it's a love irritated relationship <laughs> definitely definitely no I mean, I'm, but i mean how many listeners do we have right now uh we are up to 140 wow yeah awesome. so that is amazing that it's definitely um, a good feel to be back <laughs> yeah it sucked that little hiatus really sucked having all those technical difficulties oh 100 percent is not not bit fun yeah but uh, to tip it off um from being back, we have a fun topic for today for you, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. Um, we're talking about conventions, Ho- not just any conventions. Horror conventions, whether it's a uh, horror convention where uh, actors from the genre are there and stuff, but also ones where you can go and learn about stuff. Oh yeah, no, it's a fun time to be freaky deaky and get your weird on. Oh, we definitely do at these things. Yeah, definitely. Weird in public. <laughs> you have no idea. You have not been on bourbon. I have not been on bourbon, but I've definitely been to a convention before, and there's some one cool shit. <laughs> yeah, one or I, I, I've been to I think two, two Crypticons. I know at least two Crypticons with me. Yep. But we've also been to another convention too, together. Uh, it was a Comic Con convention. Was it Emerald? It was not Emerald. It was um. That's been a long time. It's a weird, small little convention uh, over by Puyallup. Well, that's where I got to meet my heart on uh, Tom Wellings. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not gay or anything, but uh, if I, if I were, it'd be with Tom Wellings. <laughs> um, <laughs> all, right. all jokes you know, hey, aside, we were, we were his rock band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That was a fun time. 
Um, if uh, maybe, speaking maybe. of Crypticon, if you guys want to hurry up and get your guys' tickets right now uh, before they sell out, um, 2021 Crypticon is in Seattle on April 30th through May 2nd. It's at the DoubleTree Hotel, Seattle Airport. And yeah, better watch out. Tickets are going pretty fast. And also, they are holding up to last year's tickets. Yeah, so yeah, they re- they are accepting those tickets. Yeah, y- yeah. So if you, Which if you, I still have mine from <laughs> last year. <laughs> so so if you bought your tickets last year, no worries. Um, they are still holding um, up to their. Um, uh, th- they're still holding up. They're so accepting them. They're accepting them. Yeah. So no no worries getting in. Yeah, I mean, that's gonna be awesome. I can't wait. <clears throat> so, um, what awesome, horrific fact of the week do you got for me? So, this is, this is kind of a long one. I do not mind. <laughs> I know you like the long ones. Give me the long. <laughs> <laughs> got my friction going on. <laughs> Baby got <cat> bad. <laughs> That's awful. That's awful. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, this week's, well... This episode's for a fact is about the hills have eyes. Ooh, good movie. Yeah. <clears throat> According to writer director Wes Craven, the hills have eyes was inspired by the story of Swanee Sawney Bean, the head of a wild Scottish clan who murdered and cannibalized numerous people during the Middle Ages. Craven heard the story of the Bean clan and noted that the road near where they lived was believed to be haunted because people kept disappearing while traveling on it. He adapted the story to instead be about a group of wild people in the American West and the Hills Have Eyes was born. In recent times, the stories of Hannibal Lecter and the real-life horrors of Jeffrey Dahmer have been provided chilling accounts of cannibalism. However, Scotland can lay claim to one of the most gruesome horror tales ever recounted, the legend Asani Bean. Asani Bean was born in East Lothian, approximately nine miles to the east of Edinburgh. With all legends, dates are rather sketchy, but some versions of the tale put his birth around the reign of James the Sixth of Scotland, the son of a hedger and ditcher. He became a tanner by trade. However, hard work was not his forte, and he eventually decided to give up making an honest living and fled to country Galloway with his new bride. Here they found residence at Benane Cave. The cave was a perfect hideout with tunnels penetrating the solid rock and extending for more than a mile in length. Furthermore, twice a day at high tide, the cave's entrance was flooded for several hundred meters, making it almost impenetrable. From the subterranean lair, Sonny Bean hatched his plans for his family's future. With honest labor out of the question, he decided to turn to robbery and began to ambush travelers. To ensure he wasn't caught, he made a point of not letting anyone he ambushed escape with their lives. Sonny then saw an answer to yet another dilemma. The Bean clan was growing, no doubt through incest, Ooh, and soon reached... Uh, upwards of 46 sons, daughters, grandsons, and granddaughters. With so many mouths to feed and a surplus of fresh meat in the form of human corpse, he took the horrific decision to resort to cannibalism. 
Holy shit. Yeah, right? I mean, Jesus. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's like, hey. <laughs> some nice looking meat over there on that guy. <laughs> Sonny Bean's cave victims were ambushed with military precision by the Bean Clan. With all means of escape cut off. As many as half a dozen victims could be ambushed at a time. The hopeless victims were killed, dragged to the cave, and butchered. What they couldn't eat, the... Ah, screwed up sentence. What they couldn't eat, they pickled and preserved, and what they didn't preserve, they tossed into the sea. Soon these grim discoveries, including perfectly preserved but decaying body parts, were discovered washed up alongside the number of missing persons in Galloway was rising. To make matters worse, many who had gone missing had last been seen at local inns, so the suspicion naturally fell on several innocent innkeepers who were wrongfully accused and hanged. Estimates of how many victims met their end at the hand of Sawney's clan vary from several hundred up to nearly a thousand. The fortunes of Sonny Bean and his cannibal family finally took a turn for the worse around the year 1600. The gang attacked a man and his wife traveling back on horseback from a local county fair. A gang of women dragged the poor unfortunate wife from her horse where she was stripped and disemboweled. Then, as the husband desperately fought off his attackers, he witnessed these same women beginning to devour their victim. No doubt finding new strength from the horror he was witnessing, the husband fought desperately to escape. Finally, driving his horse over his attackers, just at the point, a group of 20 to 30 returning from the same fair came upon the awful scene. Sonny, realizing even his gang were outnumbered, fled back to the cave, this time leaving the evidence in the form of one mutilated corpse. Jesus fuck, dude. Right? I mean, jeez. What a way to go. Yeah, what a way I, to I, go. I told you there was a lot in that, and I even cut back, too. Oh, wow. Like, there's... We're going to have to do an episode just on... The Hills Have Eyes? That clan, because there's that much going on with it. Yeah, I'd be totally down. That is a um, pin in it, for sure. Definitely. Yeah, no, I... Man. <laughs> you know, I, I heard that it was based mm. on a true story. I, I wasn't entirely... 100%. Sure, which story? Yeah. <clears throat> I wasn't either until I looked into it. So, um, no, that's really interesting. Yeah, you know, and, and that's the thing. A lot of horror is based on true events in some form or another. Yeah, take the... The Texas writer um, exaggerates a lot of things, you know, to really sell it. But, I mean, in this case, they really didn't have to exaggerate a whole lot at all. They just moved the location and... <laughs> Bing, bada, boom. Yeah, <laughs> making money. Yeah, kind of like the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. Uh, similar, but uh, very, but very different. They they made it more gruesome than than what it was. It was still really fucked up. Oh yeah, yeah. And but who was that based on? Uh, fuck. Come on, come on. I can't come remember on, put his me name. On the spot, buddy. Yeah, you're gonna put me on the spot. I, I, I can't remember yeah. his name. Do you know? Ed Gein. Ed Gein. Ed Gein. Ed Gein. Okay. I thought it was somebody else. I thought it was... Uh, There's probably a few other inspirations for it, but uh, Ed Gein was a big one. Really? Yeah. Okay, because I, I thought it was actually based on a family in Texas that did shit like that. There were definitely stories about that, yeah. Or Because uh, I thought <clears throat> that they, like, nipples for 
what was it like uh Ed Gein would sew nipples together to make a belt oh that's okay yeah and he had lampshades made out of skin okay that's who I'm thinking yes, of then okay yes yes so I I, I just cause there, there's, there's so much stories. it's it's easy to get them crossed over and stuff yeah definitely um are you ready for uh this week's two truths and a lie Ooh. You've had two weeks to prepare for this shit. I know, but you didn't send me anything to remember. So. I know. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> All right. Yes. Um, well, um, yeah, it's. Uh, I got. I got. Uh, I got a few ones, that, and it's got to do with our topic today. Not the game, big hit. So. Okay. <clears throat> All right. The first one on the list today. The first horror convention was the World Horror Convention in 1991, uh, which is the annual World Horror Convention. Uh, They were mostly held in the United States or Canada, usually alternating between east and west sides of the continent. Um, I got number two, which is only a thousand people attended the World Convention, a World Horror Convention in 1991. And then in 1992, Stephen King won the Grand Master Award at the World Horror Convention. And for everybody that doesn't know, the Grand Master Award is a yearly distinction given to an author who has contributed greatly to the field of horror literature. Hmm. Uh, I actually didn't know that about the award. Yeah, no, either did I. Huh. I was uh, doing some research on it, and surely enough, they, they give out awards for stuff like that. I mean, I imagine. I just never, you know, looked into it much. That's awesome. Such a grand title, too. Grand yes. Master. It's a, it's a, it's a toughie, but, um, yeah, because it, 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 they just sound like I'm giving off facts. But, um, no, one of them is a lie indeed. That's a tough one, um, because I definitely did not do my research into past events. Um, I believe in you. Um, wow. E, um, I'm going to go with A. With A? With A. With it being the first horror convention. Correct. That's your final answer. Because I remember there being other convention titles. But I, I, I the, the year is what's hanging me up. The year? Yeah. I think they've been around a little bit longer than 91. I'm sorry. You're wrong. <laughs> um... It was the first horror convention, um, and it was actually a lot smaller. Uh, the right answer that I was looking for was B. Um, only four to 500 people actually attended the first convention. It That's was a lot smaller. That sounds about right. So, uh, during that time, it was... Uh, it, it, it was really different there were other conventions um i i do not have the list of them mm-hmm. but that were like uh like within the same year that they came out but this was the first oh, okay because i i know fangoria had a a convention 
I don't know about that same time frame, but I, I mean, they did a convention of their own. Yeah. Uh, Horror Hound was another one. Um, God, there's so many of them nowadays. Yeah, no, there's a lot. Um, finding the first one was a little bit. Yeah, but that was hard. A little, a little digging, but uh, definitely found it, and I, th- I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, it was, it was cool to see that Stephen King was at the second. Yeah. And that's that's why uh, when I saw that one, I was like, that makes sense because um, I want to say he had a lot of books and stuff that came out, you know, bef- slightly prior to that. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, hmm. Well, better luck next time. <laughs> it's all right. It's always next week. Yes, yes, there is. So there is evil! We have to get into this. I, but, but, you know, before we do, I just, I, I gotta lay down, like, horror conventions, if you are very off-put about, you know, the gory, the bloody, the uh, just creepy, you know, stuff like that, don't. Don't be so off-put on it. Give it a try. Give it a chance. You never know if you're actually gonna enjoy yourself and like it. There are so many different things other than just horror. There's all these different yeah. private vendors that go out there trying to sell their product or, you know, um they might have that rare unique toy that you've been looking for. Exactly. Um you never know. Yeah, no, there's there's a lot of cool shit out there. Yes. And there was a couple of actors that weren't necessarily horror mm-hmm. per se. Um yeah. when we went to Crypticon um in 2019 is when uh, that that was the last time that we it was 2019. You're right. Yeah, because we were gonna go last year as our second annual. <laughs> was it the uh, second <laughs> annual? Yeah, because we were gonna go see David Naughton. Yeah, we we met. Uh, oh shit! What's his what? name? Over what? in who is it? <sighs> no, it was somebody that I don't think you went and go. Uh, no, no, no. You actually did because yeah, I believe you got a autograph for Grandma. Yeah, come on. I can't remember his name for the life of me. I've met him more than once. You met him more than once? Yes. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, I... I, I met him in Phoenix a couple years prior to that. Or yeah. a year prior to that. He's a nice dude. Super nice day. Well, oh, shit, man. <laughs> Mitch Pelegi. Mitch Pelegi. Yeah. And n- who did he play? Hmm? Uh, he played the Smoking Man. No. Uh, Jesus. No, he Christ. played... Uh, I, I know for sure he played um, Sam and Dean's grandfather in Supernatural. Okay. But he, he, he was in X-Files. And he played Skinner. 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 Shit. While I the knew guy that. right next to him... I can't remember his name, but the actor who was right next to him played the cigarette smoking man. That's shit. why. Shit. Okay, so I, I mixed them up. Ah, yes, damn it. Did. Yes, you did. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. Now I feel like the retard. Well, <laughs> you know. Fuck. Uh oh. It's okay. It, it's alert. whatever. <laughs> but no, it's it, they're literally they're a lot of a lot of fun. Um, we went yeah. uh to I don't you guys didn't stay, but I'm sure you've done it. Um. There was an after party, and like 
mm-hmm. actors and it was like at the top floor of the hotel but like these actors would go upstairs to like these private parties that um people were throwing in their hotel rooms and they weren't even like the famous people they were just like normal people and like the actors were going up and just drinking with all these people and having a drink so so they get free alcohol is what i'm hearing yeah pretty much <laughs> they're I like mean, i'm gonna get free alcohol just by showing up yeah i wouldn't turn that down fuck I mean, yeah no, yeah no i i wouldn't either no but i saw uh mitch um, up there i i have not gone to those uh usually crypticon we go for one day yeah um because i mean honestly you've been there you can see the whole the whole thing in one day no, literally. And, and that's not bad. That's, I'm not meaning anything bad by it. But, you know, for us, we drive three and a half hours over there. <clears throat> and so we just make a day trip out of it, you know. Oh, no, I I, I, I agree. Um, you, there, I, I, there was plans this last year to do an overnight. Yeah, that would have been... And so that's going to happen this year, I think. I, man... I'm hoping uh, my my main dude, the dude that I need to get the autograph for, is going to be there. David Dunton. David Dunton. Yep. And if you guys don't know him, he played the man, the one and only, the awesome changing scene that you've ever seen in your life, werewolf-wise, American Werewolf in London, one of my favorite movies. One of the most iconic iconic werewolf movies ever yeah one of uh, put a staple in it you can't be it I oh mean, yeah no the effects it, the funny thing is around the same time the howling came out yeah and they still at the same time and um the the i, I in fact you gotta watch it man into the darkness you have to watch it it's a documentary uh, it's on Shutter. <laughs> it's on Shutter. God damn it, you bastards! <laughs> it's on Shutter. Uh, it's four and a half hours long. It's four and a half and hours it long. Covers movies from the eighties, like practical effects and stuff. Uh, they talk about just the movies in general. Oh, okay. And they highlight a bunch of different movies and talk about them a little bit. I'm guessing um, that they pinpoint or yeah, touch on it. They do. And there's actually a sequel coming out. It's um, there's a flash sale right now. It ends on Valentine's Day, where you can buy Into the Darkness two for seventy dollars. Oh shit! But it comes with into a hard copy of Into the Darkness two, a digital copy of Into the Darkness two, and a digital copy of Into the Darkness the first one. Some original artwork. Um, I I looked at it. It's definitely worth the buy. Okay. Oh, oh and it also comes with a uh, online access where they meet twice a month <coughs> with various actors, and you watch a movie with these actors. Oh, that'd be and there's some Q and A and stuff that goes on with it too. That'd be dope. So for seventy bucks, I mean, it's worth it. That is worth it. Hell yeah. I'm waiting for payday, and I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm getting it. You're getting on and that then, shit. Then we are gonna. <laughs> we're gonna sit down on that. Hell, I, I'm down. Yeah. Who knows? 100%. It might even make it to, into the podcast somehow. It probably will. Honestly, <laughs> we'll talk about it. Well, I, no, I meant like somehow we'll figure out how to like get it in. <laughs> <laughs> but goddamn you, Shutter. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. No, no Shutter's amazing. I mean, so yeah. So. To get into the topic today, um, 
There are all types of conventions for all types of people, large, small, scary, comic, informative, and so on. With San Diego Comic-Con, one of the largest and most well-known, and then there are companies that have several events in different cities across the U.S. For instance, Days of the Dead conventions take place in Las Vegas, Chicago, Atlanta, Atlanta, Indianapolis, and Louisville. The bigger conventions are typically three days and host quite a few actors from, uh, from TV, movies, and also people from behind the scenes such as directors, prop builders, and makeup artists. Uh, there is a ton of... Uh, there are also tons of merchandise booths where you can buy all your horror collectibles such as pop figures or uh, props or you know kind of like how I have my dope ass Jason Voorhees mask that is signed by <coughs> Kane Hodder Ooh, my favorite yeah thanks thanks Nick and Kaylee <laughs> where's mine um I, I don't know I, but don't you have the same mask that's signed <laughs> uh, yes actually i do and it's signed by a lot of people it, yeah okay so so you you got a cool mask yeah, yeah, too yeah. no no I, and you got the blade yes i do have the machete yeah real machete <clears throat> signed with a dope ass design on it it does it does have a <laughs> really cool design on it um yeah um so mad monster is which convention you, yeah you've gone to that um, too right it's it's another one that has multiple conventions um one in arizona one in north carolina uh one of the things that used to set mad monster apart from others was that they did in costume photo ops which for the longest time you didn't see that or at least i didn't see that until i went to mad monster and i started seeing it pop up everywhere else oh shit that's nice yeah um and they have, like, cool digital backgrounds and everything that goes with it. It's really cool. Definitely uh, worth the money. It, it was. It was. Um, I've been to the one in Arizona in 2018. Uh, we purchased the special Friday 13th package, which included an entry for all three days, three photo ops, one of which was a package exclusive, meaning if you didn't buy the package, you didn't get this picture. You couldn't buy this picture separately. Really? It was part of the package. It was a special deal. What was the picture? It was Kane Hodder dressed as Jason from Friday 13th Part 2. Oh, shit. Yeah. Baghead Jason. Yep. God, you've met him so many times. I'm surprised he doesn't, like, grab you by the neck and go, like, what the fuck are you stalking me for? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, unfortunately, he can't do that anymore. At least last time I talked to him in 2018, he was being sued for choking somebody. Oh, those no-for-good fuckers out there. Yes. If you're one of those assholes that takes away things like that, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, fuck you. He doesn't just do it. You have to ask. Yeah, you gotta ask him to choke you. So if you can't take it like the little bitch that you are, get the fuck out and go somewhere else. Yeah. Go to goddamn McDonald's across the street. Exactly. Um, So... Mad Monster Party, that was my first time going in 2018. So much fun. It was a blast. I mean, there was tons of celebrities, and they were all just amazing and awesome to talk to. Every single one of them. Mitch Plague was one of them. Oh, yeah. And so was D. Wallace. I'm trying to remember. Uh, I'm not really Cujo, great. Oh, okay. The from Cujo. She was also in Critters. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um... How about E.T.? Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, Great movie. <laughs> uh, d- hilarious. 
Um, yeah, a very very pleasant people there. I, it, I gotta yes, say, the the horror conventions are by far my favorite because the people are so nice. I mean, so welcoming. They they really are. You know, they play these horrific killers, but yet they're so nice. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong; they they could snap me like a twig, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. But uh, they they really so do. Nice. I mean, and we've we've met people like Kane Hodder, Felissa Rose, um, Tyler Maine, uh, Robert England, Mitch Pelleggi, Tom Savini, Lance Henriksen, Larry Zerner. Shit, uh, Alex Vincent. You probably don't recognize that name, but he was the kid in Child's Play. Oh, the original Child's Play. Okay. Um, I didn't. I didn't remember that. Who played Leatherface in Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three? Yeah. Um, he was. He was pretty pretty badass. Was he? He, he was a big dude. I saw the pictures. Huge, huge guy. You, you got to see him big. in costume, didn't you? Yes, yes. Uh, he was actually in his Leatherface costume for our in costume photo op. Did he make the fucking noise? The no, no, he didn't. But he had the real chainsaw. Oh shit! The screen used chainsaw. He had it. Was it heavy? It's a real chainsaw motor and everything. Yeah, it's Ch- fucking heavy. And that's a big fucking chainsaw. Yeah, huge. In fact, we have a picture of him and my wife holding it and pretending to cut my head off <laughs> in the picture. Yeah, that's dope. Um. So I mean, there, there, there's a lot of cool, cool people. Um, Christina Lee was there. She was uh, Andy Barclay's adopted sister in Child's Play Two. Uh, while we were there, Alex actually had Alex Vincent actually had an original Chucky doll from the movies. It was like taking pictures with it with people. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he wouldn't let anybody touch it. Really? Yeah, he was super protective of it. It took him about 20 years to get his hands on that doll, so he was super protective oh, of okay, it. Oh, okay, okay, that's so understandable. I get, so I get that. So it's funny, I uh, I got my picture taken with Christina Elise, not Alex Vincent, and she was holding the Chucky doll. I was not supposed to touch him, but she was like, if he doesn't see, and I was like holding Chucky's foot. <laughs> <laughs> in so the picture. you were just in the shadows, like just <laughs> creepily along. We move like, your arm. Yeah, she was like right next to me, had my arm around her, then was like <laughs> touching, tuck, touching Chucky. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> Rule breaker. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, you know it. That's how we do it. I mean, and, oh, uh, we also met uh, one of my favorite authors. Oh, who? Uh, he goes by Author Mike. Author Mike. Yes. He did the biography on Kane Hodder. Aren't you guys friends on Facebook? I am friends with him on Facebook, yes. Like, like, like not legitimate just... legitimate friends, yes. Yeah, I was going to say, not like one of those, His like... personal page friends. Yeah, we talk. Not a lot, but we, we have talked. Shit. We need to yeah. get him on the show. I'll work on that. Yeah, you work on that. Um, Fucking it was shutter. really cool to meet him, get pictures with him. Uh, we talked about his books, how much we enjoy them and stuff. And then, funny story. <laughs> I don't know if I told you this or not. We were walking around the convention, and we heard a big commotion going on, and we kind of like gravitate towards it to see what was going on. And as we get up there, we see so Arthur Mike 
and Kane Hodder's tables were side by side. A little bit of a gap between, but they were side by side. Okay. And uh, we get up there, and there's a big crowd. Kane Hodder was signing machetes that author Mike was selling. <laughs> <clears throat> um, and the big, big crowd. Anyways. Um, oh, there's that picture of my head getting cut off. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I just don't on me. Anyways. Um, big crowd. We get up there. And Kane Hodder is... Oh, there's me and Chucky. <laughs> Sorry, I threw in some pictures from conventions and so I'm getting squirreled here. Um, was trying to convince Arthur Mike to catch the machete as he threw it back to him. Oh, shit! And Arthur Mike was like, no, 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 no. He had. He was like, not with the girls here. No. <laughs> you know, big crowd. And then Kane threw it. <clears throat> Anyways, -uh. and... Arthur Mike caught it. Like, he was like, caught it in the air. Yeah, it was badass to see. Unfortunately, nobody got it on film. And unfortunately, no one got hurt. I mean, fortunately, no one got hurt. Yeah. Jesus But it was Christ. such a cool thing to see and to be, like, part of it. And that's the kind of stuff you, you get to be a part of at conventions, you know? Um, at that convention, we also got to see Kane Hodder dawn on two never-before costumes that he's never worn before. Which ones? Um, Tom Savini's Jason that he did for the Friday 13th game. Oh, the shit. The special from hell Jason where he's all covered in flames and stuff. Yeah. That one. And he also modeled the 8-bit Jason from oh, the original from the game. NES game. Oh, dude. Yeah. That's fucking and because dope. because he modeled that Jason, and I knew he was going to be in the costume for that Jason, I purposely bought an 8-bit Jason pop figure and <laughs> took it with me and had him sign it. Hell yeah. Yeah, it was phenomenal. It was amazing. Man, pretty soon you guys are going to be like, like this. I'm trying. You're trying. <laughs> I know, I can tell you go to every fucking convention that he's in. <laughs> but I can't help. I but don't blame you. To be at the same place at the same time. But but again, I don't blame you because he is such a nice guy. He he is really really cool. I was so jealous. I saw pictures after the fact of other people having dinner with him. No, and other uh, people having drinks at the bar with him. I was like, you're just waiting to get your fucking turn, huh? Yeah, I am. I'm like, damn, fuck. I I would totally buy him a beer, like. And I, I should have, and I didn't, because I didn't know what the policy was on it. But down in Arizona, there's a local brewery, and they sell my favorite beer. I, you can only get it there. It's called Kilt Lifter. Oh, you've told me about that and beer. And I almost bought two of them, one for me, one for him, to go like have a beer with him. But I didn't know what the rules were, so I didn't. You need to but next, next time. time. I'm going to. I'm gonna say fuck the rules. And I'm just gonna fucking do it. Go have a drink with him. Yeah. Now I even just a picture of him and I drinking beer together. I mean, next profile you, you picture. You can't beat that. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so. No, let's, let's let's talk about uh, your first Crypticon experience. How was that? My first Crypticon experience. I saw some really. Uh, I, I was really nervous going. If yeah, I I'm, remember. I well, because back, uh, what was I like, 12, 13, 14? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I, I was pretty young. Pretty young. Um, and I, I was really nervous because I was like, you know, 
it's my first you know meeting like really cool people mm-hmm. and on, at the convention we met Elvira we met uh, we met a couple we met a few people from uh, the Alien movie Lance um, Henriksen yep yep mm-hmm. we we met Kane Hodder oh yeah we spent a lot of time at his booth yes yes we did we kept on going back um and he didn't care. And he did. did he yeah, loved I think every he second of it. He, loved the he company. Gave, he gave. Um, he gave Rain a like bracelet. Yeah, one of those rubber bracelets, and and then he gave gave Chloe a, a numbered hair tie. Oh shit! And then he gave you an autograph. Yeah, on a picture. Yep. Yep. On a card for, it was an advertisement for a movie. Oh, that was that he was that he was going in, yeah. Yeah, what was it? Love in the Time of Monsters or something like that or Yeah. Love and Monsters or something like that. He played a Bigfoot guy. Yeah, I, I, that was I a remember funny that movie. That I was a it. he was really awesome in that. I don't think yeah. I've seen it. I don't think I've seen it. I I'll have to put that on my checklist to do. Yeah. But no, I just I just remember that the the feeling of like I you you it's you, a lot. It, your first time. It's well, it, a lot. It's a lot, and you go into this thinking like, and, and this is not the way you should be thinking, because, uh, but I'll, I'll explain that in a second, but you, you go in there thinking like, oh my god, like these these great people that I've seen on movies and TV, and, and you know, like some of them you, that, that you get to meet are people that have helped shape your childhood and what it meant. In way, way, another, and, yeah. Yeah, and, and <clears throat> then you go there, and it's just, they're people too. You know what I mean? Like that's just it. They're just people too, and they are super nice. Like I said, I've been to a lot of different conventions, and horror conventions are my favorite because those people appreciate you more. Yeah, because I think it's a smaller community, a little bit. Well, and a lot of these actors, you know, they play monsters from behind a mask, and so they're just happy that somebody knows who they are. Yeah, they they feel appreciated for yeah. the art. Um. Speaking of art, art, <laughs> art, the, oh. art, the clown. Yep. Uh huh. That was your second uh, Crypticon trip. Yeah, he was a cool dude too. I know you were really reluctant. Very. I was. Uh, he wasn't even in costume. No, no. <laughs> he, he's super nice guy. That was my second time meeting him. Yeah, he. I met him in Arizona. He was really cool, and he was and promoting I have a in costume picture with him i have seen that picture it's a it's a great picture it is it is he's, Creepy he's ass amazing <laughs> amazing guy real super nice like you said everybody's so super nice <clears throat> yeah, you get a couple bad eggs here and there yeah there's definitely one douchebag <laughs> he sh- who shall not be named yeah, on i'm not show. gonna name him because i'm not gonna do that that's kind of an asshole thing to do no i get it but i'm not gonna be like him <laughs> but no, oh, just all these, all these great people, and mm-hmm. and you just got to think what's oh, going wow, through. A picture of us at <laughs> first Crypticon. Sorry. Oh no, you're good. Yeah, but uh, we remember were, we were doing the. Uh, there was a Resident Evil guy dressed up. Remember? Oh we shit! Did a picture with him. Yeah, yeah that was. That's uh, what just popped up. Uh, what was his name? Fuck! In the movie, he's got like a specific name. It was. Uh, <sighs> yeah, I can't remember his. Name. I can't. I can't remember his Off name. Off the top of my head, I can't. Either, but he was on. Uh, he, he was from Resident Evil two. Three. Was it three? I think it was. It was. It was either. Yeah, it's two or three. I can't remember which. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like an asshole for saying that. But, um, yeah, no, dude. Like there, there's a lot of cool shit that you could do at these conventions. And buy. And buy. 
and 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 the uh, the panels to go sit in on and listen to these people talk and ask questions if you are brave enough to go up there and ask a question. Yeah, I think I've only ever asked a question in one panel, and that was for um, Tom Welling. That was for Tom Wellings. <coughs> but it was a horror question. It was. It was. So yeah. uh, it, it it's warranted. Um, yeah, because he was in The Mist. He was. And uh, that was the only horror movie I think he's no, done. No, no, not The Mist. Not The Mist. The Fog. The Fog. He was in The Fog remake. That's right. He was in the... Yes. Yep. He was... Yeah. It was a good movie. I, and I asked him if he was going to be or play in any other horror movies. He said he would. he's not opposed to doing it when I asked him that question. But he, um, which is really interesting because, uh, you know, years later, then he shows up on the show Lucifer. Yeah, that, that was very interesting. But it, I'm not, it's not really horror, but it's, eh, it's got it's a little bit the, of element. It's in the genre somewhere, yeah. you know. I mean, just like Idle Hands is kind of like a more of a comedy than a horror, but it's still kind of in the horror genre. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I got to say about uh, the Crypticon um, when when we did go was the line was a little agonizing. It's a fucking long, dude. The second time? Yeah, the second yeah, time. Yeah, the the yeah. 2019 uh, Crypticon. It, it, it grows every year. I um, shit you not. <laughs> well, um... I think now's probably a good time for a, oh. for a little, little sponsor break. A little sponsor break. So, uh, take it away, Inker. Take it away. They're here. And we're back to this beautiful, wonderful show. Welcome back. That was a good break. That was a lovely break. Sure was. Um, yeah, Crypticon was an amazing show. I mean... <laughs> And I plan on, in the future, going to more... Every year? More, <laughs> more events. I mean, you, you can't have enough of them. So there's something as, that... As long as you have the money for it, you yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> That's always the biggie. So uh, there was something that I know that you've done at a convention, and I, I've seen the uh, finishing product, shall I say, of some of the things that you've done. Okay. And I would what, like what are we talking about? I'd like to talk about the events and shit that you have done. Oh, oh, you you're talking of like West Coast Haunters Convention. Yeah. And HauntCon. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um well before I get into that, um I got a uh, update on Halloween related conventions. Oh sweet. Uh Fear Expo, March nineteenth through the 21st. It's a virtual. It's a new kind of thing going out. Um, check it out. It's not for everybody, but check it out. It's got ven- a digital vendor for and stuff. It, VR. That's dope. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, West Coast Haunters Convention, May 1st and 2nd. It's also going to be virtual. Um, Crypticon Seattle, you've already mentioned. April 30th to May 2nd. Transworld, May 6th through 9th. That's a misleading title. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Transworld? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Sorry. Anyway. Uh, Ohio, Ohio Haunters Con has been canceled. Midwest Haunters Con has yet to be determined. Uh, Midsummer Scream in Long Beach, California 
is going to be July 9th through 11th. Texas HauntorCon, July 17th through 18th. Ooh, I didn't know about this one. Idaho HauntorsCon in Boise, August 13th through 15th. Ooh, that sounds I'd never close. heard of that one. Yeah. So, yeah, there's that. Um, oh, boy, where do I start? Um, well, we happened across the um, Northwest Hunters Convention quite a few years back when we were at a different convention, um, Rose City Comic Con, I believe it was. They had a little flyer out for it. And so then we went and checked it out. Uh, we went for one day, our first time, just just the one day, and it was really cool. Um, we got to meet all kinds of people from the haunted house indus- industry, um, whether they're prop builders, um, actors, owners, just all kinds of cool different people. Um, <clears throat> and and they had they had classes where you could learn to do run your haunted house more efficiently, more better. Um, there's acting classes, prop building classes, management classes, and then they had a showroom floor where you could go and buy stuff like fog machines and contact lenses. No shit. Some props. And these people would, um, buy showroom floor space for their business. And a lot of it was handmade. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really cool stuff. Um, that's pretty special. So we, we did that for a few years, and then um, we decided we wanted to switch scenes. We heard about this haunt con. It was in New Orleans, so that was, you know, we always wanted to go down there, so that added to the wanting to go. Bourbon Street? Yes, Bourbon Street. We spent a lot of time on Bourbon Street. <laughs> and uh, it, it was an even bigger thing going on. Um than Northwest Haunters Convention. Um, so many more classrooms, so many more vendors, and it's coupled with um, the Halloween and Party Expo, hmm. which is for the biz- big businesses like Party City and... Um, I th- I think I've seen some people with name tags from Fred Meyer and stuff like that. Possibly I d- I don't remember, um, but where and this is like at the beginning of the year, so they're showing you stuff that's gonna be out for Halloween. Oh, that's you know? neat. So 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 in January when you go to this thing, you already know the idea of where uh, props and costumes are heading towards that are gonna come out in October. That's convenient. So, so when everybody else is going to um, Party City and, um, God, for some reason, I'm drawing a blank on that other store. Fred Meyer? No, no. Oh. The, the Halloween <laughs> store. Was it Spirit? Spirit, yes. Thank you. <laughs> it's been a long day. Um, <laughs> you already know what they're going to get because you've already seen it. So you could scout out what you want, basically. Pretty much, pretty much. Um, like like this little guy here, Chuck 2.0, he's um, he was a co- uh, a convention item <clears throat> that we got. You could buy them on uh, Amazon. 
pretty cool little guys. Little shoulder people, buddies. People love them. Yeah, shoulder buddies. That's I love what, mine. That's what you would search if you wanted to buy one. Um, yeah, it was so much fun. I made a cast of my wife's hand, and then I or a mold of my wife's hand, and then I filled the mold up and pulled out a foam hand replica of hers. Oh, that's nice. You can see the veins, you can see the cuticle, everything. So wow. Cool. Yeah, not to mention the parties. Oh my, <laughs> the parties. The parties were insane. Was yeah. it like the ball or something like that? There was a costume ball. Um, the first year we went, um, we just went, we didn't dress up or anything. Had some drinks, had some fun. Uh, the second year we went, um, I decided I was going to dress up as a fellow haunter. <laughs> because I have one of three shirts for his company, Territors. And so I wore that. I got the same hat as he was wearing. The same one I'm wearing today. Halloween as fuck. Yes. <laughs> um, and his wife assisted, got me his jacket that had his patch jacket that had his name. Oh, there it is right there. Um, and there's another individual from... Uh, the party as well Wilma dirty old bastard <laughs> um, and so I went and it's him and it was actually probably one of the first times that anybody has ever gone to one of these convention costume balls dressed as another haunter that's a s- ingenious smart plan you got well, there well we looked we looked pretty similar obviously I'm the uh, more handsome one but you know <laughs> does he listen to the podcast probably not Bastard. No, I'm just kidding. If he does, well, you know. Well, suck it, Gary. Suck it, Gary. <laughs> I'm the better looking one. Okay. Troy 2.0. Troy 2.0. And Chuck 2.0. Fuck yeah. Are the better ones? That's right. We're the upgrade. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, so lots of fun. Tons. Um, I can't wait to go back to a convention again. When this is all over with, um, I, I know I read off a bunch of these places are doing virtual, which which would be cool to be able to see what's going on, but... Uh, it's nothing like being there. It, well, yeah, it's nothing like being there, because besides going to learn stuff, take the classes, walk the showroom floors, um, you get to become friends with these people, and you look forward to seeing them every year, because, like, some of these people... You, you only see once a year at these conventions. Yeah. Because they come from all over the country. Fuck you know? COVID, we dude. Have, we have one lady who comes from Canada. Oh, to, that's a to, long trip. Yeah. She also, when she can, comes to uh, Northwest Territories. Which is really fun. If, if you're lucky enough, she'll show you her beaver. What? What? Yeah. Explain. So, she dresses up. I can't remember the name of her character, but she walks up to people and asks them if they want to see her beaver or pet her beaver. What the And if you fuck? say yes, she lifts up her dress and she has a stuffed beaver under her dress. Oh my god. <laughs> it is the funniest thing ever. Um, it's hilarious. I would imagine so many perverts. 
Um, we're all perverts there. <laughs> yeah, you were looking at the beaver, weren't you? You were petting that beaver real good. Stroking. Stroking the beaver. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, no, tons of fun. Um, you know, and then there's haunters from, you know, Chicago area, Ohio. I mean, just all over that come to these conventions. And like I said, you, you get to talking to these people you become friends with them i'm friends on facebook with a lot of them um it's it's amazing it's a family it is it's a huge family and that's what i love about those conventions even even just the horror conventions like crypticon and mad monster party you know when you go your family like isn't that like the olive garden slogan (laughs) olive garden stole it (laughs) okay no um but yeah, you, there's always going to be the one or two bad apples, you know, that are jerks. But for the most part, everybody is friendly at these conventions. All of them. So much fun. Yeah. I can't wait to get back to them. So, to the viewers out there, if you guys are thinking about going to a horror convention, or if you're a returning uh, convention, then you should go check it out, buy a ticket, and uh, just... Go explore, have fun, yeah. and have a new adventure in your life, and and go to one of these conventions, and you, and you're not going to regret it. You you won't regret it. I mean, the people are so nice. Even the people that are attendees that are there in costume are so appreciative and excited. Unless they're in a hurry, like they got to go to the bathroom or something. But otherwise, <laughs> they're so appreciative and accepting of you wanting to take pictures with them. Oh yeah, no, I got I, I mean, got tons of pictures. Yeah, didn't you get pictures with a fake Elvira once? I did, I did, and she... Uh, she was pretty good looking, I mean, she's a pretty good match. Very, very similar. And she, she acted the part. Yeah, I mean, so... I'm sorry. <laughs> I just Flashbacks. remembered, yeah. Um, yeah. Good times, though, you know. You got anything else you want to add, buddy? I mean... No, I, uh, th- to be honest, I want to... Th- the only thing I got to add is just like, you know, these l- like we were, the whole point of, you know, what we were going over earlier was, you know, like these people that have been in horror movies that have terrified you in your nightmares and, and you know, given you thoughts of, oh, God, they might be really mean or because they're so aggressive in these movies or TV shows. And you look at these people and they're just loving caring people and and if you are one of those kinds of uh if you're that kind of person that just judges a book by its cover then it, it's not it's something not gonna work for you there it, it's not gonna work for you because like i said it's just arms wide open with these people and yeah. y- you'll have an amazing story a great picture and a fantastic day and especially if you your first convention and you're going to see your most favorite at horror actor um a lot of times they try to make it special you know they they really do they they personalize a lot of them and this isn't even just horror conventions no, a lot of conventions of them, yeah any of them will personalize stuff when you buy a autographed picture or something but i mean just general if they know that it's your first convention and you've always wanted to meet them because they terrified you and you <laughs> when you're a little kid or something you know a lot of times they make it super special for you you know they go out of their way to 
to make and you feel special, you know. And it's not like a conveyor belt where you're just like sign, pass, sign, pass. It's it's it, more of a personal. The, in, the, in the really big conventions, it is. Is it? Yeah. Um. I Wizard World. It's a Comic Con. A oh, comic convention. I didn't go to Wizard. Yeah. Okay. You know, right. But it's like that. It's kind of a conveyor. Uh, the actors are nice, but they have their people, their handlers, or whatever they want to call them, that are, like, pushing you along. Douchebags. You know, because... It's got, a time cause thing. Because you got lines and lines, and, yeah, they got to get through. Whereas these horror conventions, that's why I love them, they're smaller. I mean, there, there are big ones that take three days, that are open for three days. Don't get me wrong there. But the ones that I've been to have been, like, Crypticon and Mad Monster Party. They're so... Not tiny, but they're smaller, a little more intimate, you know. Yeah, and it, it, it it's a good feel to have that just personalized time with somebody and to have their attention. Yeah, I mean, um, this was at Rose City Comic Con, not a horror convention, but um, after years and years, we finally got to make it there, and Michael Rosenbaum was there, who loves horror. I'm jealous, you. And uh, my wife's always wanted to meet him, always. And we told him that, and we told him the story about how, you know, we always have tried to make it there when he's there, but we usually are up at uh, the West Coast Haunters Convention. Yeah. And so we, we it's hard to make, too, you know, because when you go to those Haunters Conventions, you want to make the most of your time with the classes, you know, because you pay for that. You know? yeah. and, um, and he was just like, oh, my, like... He's like, you guys have been trying to come see me for that long? Like, and he had no line, which was sad. That is sad. That was he was sad. such an amazing actor. And um, is. he w- was so amazing with us. And, like, he's, <laughs> you, you've seen the picture yeah. where he was all goofy on it and he'd say different things. Drew a heart on Tom Welling's dick, I think. Was that, is yes, that what it is? Yes, and then Tom Welling was like, that was not me. He, he made sure that we knew that was him, not him, because he didn't want to get sued. <laughs> Sexual harassment or some shit. I don't know. Um, yeah, he was just so amazing, and he, like he did that. He signed it, made it extra personable and special. The picture, um, and then like when he saw my wife's name, he like started to serenade her. Ooh, watch out! Yeah, I know. If he ever shows up, I got you're fucked. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Um, and then he, like, came out from around the booth and, like, gave us a hug. Oh, wow. It was so cool because, like I said, he loves horror, and we told him about our haunted house and stuff. And yeah, and if you guys don't know who Michael Rosenbaum is, he's got his own podcast, which is Inside, Inside of, of You. With Michael Rosenbaum. Yep, super funny podcast. Go check it out. It's hilarious. And he was and also... It's really cool. I mean, there, there's some, like, helpful stuff, too, you know, because he talks about... Mental health. Some mental health issues, and, you know... A lot of actors unknown to the public actually struggle with some, you know, a lot of the same things, you know. Yeah, but he's not—he's not that unknown. Because what I was gonna say was like, <clears throat> he also—he—he he was the man on uh, big, big, rich boy Lex Luthor on Smallville. Yes, he was. And did you know he was also in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I actually found that out. He was also on the movie. It was a werewolf movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, cured. Or yeah. cursed. Cursed. Cursed, not cured. Um, <laughs> cured. Cursed, where he played, um, I think, a secretary. Yeah. 
he didn't have a whole lot of screen time. He actually had hair, which weird made it hard to recognize him. You know, if you weren't, if you're looking for the bald, Lex Luthor sexy head he's got going on, then yeah, you're not gonna. You would have missed him. Yeah, but if you know his voice, you you would have been able to pick him up. Yeah, he he did good. I wish he had a bigger part in that movie. I do too. Um, but yeah, he was such an awesome guy, and and. That kind of, like I said, circles back to the fact that, you know, he made it extra special. And that's that that's the most important thing, especially, I think, is, like, it, it's so cool to have that. Yeah. You know, and and, and like you said before, they're, they're, they're just people like us, and, you know. And that's just, how they want to be treated, too, they, from they what I've heard. They want to be appreciated, and yeah. um, they appreciate their fans. Yeah, Tom Wellings remembered me. That's what you did tell me. He did. He did. He remembered the rock band. Yep. Missing a member. Yep. I'll be back, <laughs> Wellings. <laughs> Watch out. He's going to be in your trunk. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no, I wouldn't do that, but he's a really nice guy. Um. Yeah. So, I think this is a good uh, spot to I end her so. off. I mean, uh, we, we can keep going on and on about conventions because there's so much fun and all the cool stuff. Yeah, but um, we got... All the memorabilia... Um, but I think it's time to say good night. I think it's time to say good night. We got planning to do for next week's episode. Woo! Yeah. Get ready, ladies. It's Valentine's Day. Hmm. <laughs> so sleep tight. Go to as many conventions as possible, and always be, be mindful, mindful of, of your, your fearful, fearful thoughts. thoughts. Thank you, everybody. Good night.